right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This is Allison Capra, and this is How Not to Be a Miserable Cow podcast. And I'm here with the lovely Ashley. Hi, guys. Badass rock star extraordinaire. <laughs> we actually grew up together, me and this girl. And it's probably since we were maybe eight. Probably, yeah. Eight years old-ish. We even were in the same family for a while. Mm-hmm, that's true. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting that's that fact. <laughs> um, so she's my ex-sister-in-law. I think that's how you say it, yeah. but yeah. we actually have known each other way longer than, than that whole scenario ever happened. And she's doing some pretty awesome stuff in her life. I want her to tell you a little bit about her life story and kind of how she got into what she's doing. But this podcast is specifically about fertility and um, IVF. Yep, IVF. Conception, kind of dealing with all the different issues that go along with fertility for male and female. And I wanted to talk about it because I've just seen such an increase in my own like groups and friends and circles that are people who are dealing with infertility and not understanding any idea like why the hell they're dealing with it. Yeah. Especially at our ages. Yeah. Like 30, 30, I'm 34, 34. Yep, same. And I'm watching it like happen all around me and I don't, I'm like, there's gotta be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so to, Tell a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do. Okay, um, so I have been in the infertility business and for 10 years now, which is crazy. That went by way too fast. And um, unfortunately, being in this business so long, there's such a bad stigma um, that goes around just infertility and needing treatment and needing help. But the truth is, there are more people that you even realize that needing that need help to conceive, and that's for many, many different reasons. Um, unfortunately, a lot of it now they're thinking is environmental, as far as like what we're drinking out of plastics, deodorants, all that good stuff. That stuff goes, that's messing with your hormones. Yep, start, stuff that's messing with your hormones. But then there's also, you know, age factor, um, same sex couples. There's um, you know, vasectomies, people have had vasectomies and remarried, um, poor egg health, um, you know, a big thing is, is women are born with the amount of eggs that they're going to have for the rest of their life, and sometimes they're just not good quality, or um, a man's sperm is not good quality, and you don't know that, and you're trying and trying and trying for all this time without getting any results. So, um, that's kind of like the cool part of what I do, is we go in there and we do some investigating to see exactly kind of what's going on. And I'm fortunate enough to work in one of the top fertility clinics in the world, so we get a lot of people pregnant, um, which is very exciting. Not everybody gets to say that. Yeah. I get a lot of people <laughs> pregnant. I've gotten so many people <laughs> pregnant, yes, uh-huh. It's very true. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and you yourself, you have four kids. Yes, I have four. Kind of spread out. Yep, spread out. Uh -huh. So you had your your two, because I mean, I mean, I don't know what all you want to share, but like two when you were a teenager, basically yeah. young. I yeah. was a baby. Yep. And when we were all really young, and then two kind of as an adult. So mm -hmm. kind of even just like that experience probably plays into a little bit of understanding like where all these people are coming from, whether it's like, because I know, I know like a lot of my girlfriends who maybe had kids young, you know, and then they do get remarried later. Yep. And they're like, okay, I have no idea even where to begin with all this stuff because I don't really know what I, I don't even know like where to start now that I'm 35. Right. Like, right. So for people dealing with stuff, you were kind of telling me earlier, um, 
because I know like so for me and my second husband we tried for probably eight nine months mm -hmm. to conceive and I think you know there was a lot of factors that played into that right timing maybe it wasn't the right person maybe my body sure. was just like this is not gonna happen for you big warning sign <laughs> yeah some like big indicators that maybe it wasn't gonna happen but like you know it was like one of the most stressful times of my yeah. life because we were just like obsessing over it yeah. and I remember thinking like I'm never doing this again mm -hmm. this is like the most like I've never felt so powerless in my life yep so for people who deal with that feeling like what's the time frame that you should deal with that before you check out your fertility sure um, so we recommend if you're not getting pregnant um, between six months to a year so by a year if you have been tracking your ovulation um, taking your vitamins going to your OB to just do regular checks making sure that you're you know doing all the right things um, a year is when that you should really see a fertility specialist um, so but I mean all those things that you just even named I did not do any of that yeah to start with right so like so like start first things first people who are like oh we've had sex a lot of times and it's been unprotected and I'm not pregnant yet mm -hmm. like so I would first recommend you can go to the, any sort of grocery store Walgreens or whatever and you can buy um, an ovulation kit and that checks your it's a hormone called your luteinizing hormone and you basically pee in a cup put a stick in it and that will track your ovulation and when um, the sticks turn positive just like a pregnancy test stick would that is when you know that you're ovulating you've got about a 48 hour window ish um, to have sex and that's where I would start out first um, just because you're ovulating you're giving yourself the best opportunity so and then if you're not after a year like going in and getting like checked up with what your, your gynecologist yeah, yeah. uh-huh and they kind of can run tests on you from that point yep. just let you know what's limiting factors are kind of a thing exactly so they'll probably do like a like basically just blood work to make sure that your hormones are in check um, and they can kind of get a good sense of if something is going on through blood work actually Wow so tell a little bit if you don't mind of why specifically like this means so much to you and what kind of got you personally into taking better care of yourself and wanting to like make this like a healthy lifestyle choice sure. like everything for from from people who are interested in doing this to kind of like set standards and then what you've had happen to you with all the process sure um, so I just have a love for this now after being in this industry for so long and um, I was fortunate enough to have all of my babies without help I didn't need any help um, so I wanted to help out another family um, who had been trying for many many years to get pregnant through IVF doing this whole process they had been doing it for four years and she was unable to get pregnant herself so I um, we got matched with this beautiful couple and I decided to be their surrogate and within the course of about 15 months we did three different cycles with me and getting pregnant um, with their embryos and then unfortunately every single time ended in a miscarriage um, which was devastating for me it was devastating for the family it was devastating for my poor husband who just had to watch me go through all of this and 
there's a certain amount of um, depression I think that comes along with this naturally because it's so stressful. Um, even if it's not yours. Yeah, even just if it's not losing yours. life in your body. It's, like. It was horrible. It, it, it was horrific is like the, wor the best word I can describe it. So through this, started drinking so much more just try to like get through it in between cycles you're really not you're not supposed to drink while you're in it so I waited and then just to cope with everything I was just eating like crap like we but that was the way that I was coping with everything and um, didn't even realize that I was doing it until the very last time when they told me that the baby's heart had stopped beating and we went in for a DNC, it was my last surgery and they make you stand on the scale and I looked down and I was like shocked. I was just blown away by how much weight I gained, how horrible I felt. Um, all of that kind of like came crashing down in that moment and I just looked at my husband and I'm like, oh my gosh, we can't take control of our lives and like stop letting these circumstances rule that. So we made a decision that day to get into shape and so from that moment on we started eating clean exercising I probably have a problem going to going to the gym now but it's the best decision that um, we've it's ever like a made. good problem to have. a good problem yeah it's <laughs> I'm a good obsessed problem. with the gym <laughs> yeah but it's it just it made it I've never felt so good in my entire life and um, I'm wanting to set a good example for my kids and then just knowing how I felt, how I feel now as opposed to when I was going all through all of that, I wish that I would have been doing this and been eating healthy and going to the gym um, and using that as an outlet instead of focusing on my misery and, you know, right. and and using things like food and alcohol to take care of it. So. And it really goes along with like, so in the book, in my book that I wrote, How Not To Be a Miserable Cow, it's like one of the top steps, like as you're processing anything that you're dealing with, the number one thing that like I like to ask people is like, well, what are you doing for like a workout? Mm -hmm. Because there's, there is nothing, I don't care if it's, if you're, if you're, you know, huge, if you're small, if you're, you know, people are like, well, she's tiny. It's like, doesn't matter if you're yeah. tiny, like, doesn't matter. Like how, how do you feel and how do you, how, like, what are you putting your body through? It's going to affect your mood. It's going to affect everything yeah. you deal with every single day. So it's like, whenever anybody tells me, well, I don't have time or, well, I don't, and I'm like, <laughs> I have four kids. Okay. Four kids. <laughs> I can, there's time. <laughs> promise there's time so the biggest thing is like that can change everything for you and I love that like just even watching your stuff on Facebook and on like keeping up with you on social media I love seeing that because it's like I know what it did for me yeah like turning my life into like that becoming like almost religious like, yes wake up and that's something because it is in a yeah. sense you're dealing with your own spirit you're dealing with everything like bringing up your own like chemical level of happiness your and endorphins yeah your endorphins going so it's so huge but with that like that kind of got you out of a slump and got you through some stuff yeah it did fertility though how does that play into fertility like what is something that you tell people with like dealing with this stuff sure so our class when you first start out if you're ever going through this we put you through a class and the biggest thing that we stress is like clean eating and exercise not and fortunately you won't be able to do any like heavy lifting during the actual process but being in the best possible shape that you can because it is so stressful it's just a stressful process it kind of takes over your whole life while you're in it so being in the best 
possible place that you can, not only physically, but mentally as well, because that all ties in together, is gonna give you the best possible chance of having a healthy pregnancy. Um, so it's just important, being, being in good shape is important, having healthy BMI is important, eating clean is important for your body, so you're optimizing all the things that go into getting pregnant, like your uterine lining and your hormones and um, your egg health, all of that, so it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. So if, if anybody's dealing with this stuff, because I just know, like, you know, I've dealt with it personally. I've had friends that I've seen that have dealt with it for years and watching them go through the whole process, seeing them, like, change some of their lifestyle changes and, like, okay, I'm going to stop drinking. Okay, I'm going to stop drinking caffeine. Okay, I'm going to do all these things. What are some of the other main things to, to get you started with the changing your fertility name? Sure. So, um, I... Vitamins are always a good thing. Um, taking your vitamins, prenatals are just good all the way around. Um, if you smoke, try to stop. That does horrible things to your egg quality. Um, limiting alcohol, limiting caffeine, like you've already said. Um, like I said, just eating clean and doing your research, like really doing your research about um, what you can be doing before starting this process. And then for everybody who has no freaking clue, maybe they've lived under a rock. <laughs> because I talk to people about it and they're like, what? Yeah, it's true. What is it? What is IVF? And what is what is it doing that it's like, what are the changes that have, have how far have we come with it? Uh, it's incredible. We have a, like I said earlier, I'm very fortunate to work in a um, facility that's ranked top in the world. Like we have the most amount of live births coming out of our, and this is per the CDC, I'm not just saying this, um, uh, healthy live births we have the most. And <laughs> we were even talking in the lab the other day, I was joking with one of my doctors how we they used to do like mouth pipetting with like blood samples and like, just it's crazy and how everything was kind of barbaric in the beginning and very um, they used to call them test tube babies now it's this like beautiful science it's like this beautiful dance um, that they've really honed in on and that's exciting because now we uh, I'm trying to think I think that our success rates for live birth for this year was like 65% which is pretty incredible yeah, so it's um, it's fun to see the science change. Um, it still blows me away after 10 years. Um, so basically, what you're going in and doing is you're you're taking as you're basically pushing the female to produce as many eggs as possible. Correct. Yep. And we do that with drugs. We do that with with hormones that you inject into your stomach and then into your butt. Um, we inject all those hormones into you. Uh, we get your body to hopefully produce a large amount of eggs for a cycle um, before you ovulate. And then we give you something called a trigger shot before your surgery, which tells your body that it's time to ovulate. And then we do the surgery right before you ovulate and hopefully get as many eggs as you can. So, And then you actually fertilize them with whatever you know specimen, whether you've got just like a donor or spouse or your partner or whatever you fertilize the eggs outside of the body that's correct which is crazy it's just crazy to me and then at that point the embryologist will 
watch it develop and of course you know you've got your cells that need to divide properly and so they'll watch that for five days and if everything has divided properly in that five days um, if the couple has elected to and I highly recommend this even though it's a little bit more expensive um, they will take a very small biopsy of the good embryos and send that off for genetic testing um, and in that for the with the genetic testing you can also find out gender which that's a big ethical thing I know but like um, it's just you're gonna get the best you're doing this anyways you're spending all this money anyways like why not make sure that you have like all the necessary like information and the best possible thing for the, the result for a, for a pregnancy for a healthy pregnancy. which I, I as much as people want to argue the whole like playing God debate I think it's still funny because I have like two couples that I'm friends with now very close friends with that I've like tried to like okay I'm gonna have a boy and a girl egg put in and then no matter what like you can say you're playing God but it still sometimes does its own yeah. thing and like I had two different couples where they like maybe lost one of the babies and then had an egg split off and still had two babies but one was like a set of fraternal twins yeah, right that's not what they put in there right. and another one put in one egg and came out with two babies See? it's like know. still don't know, don't know what's gonna happen there and I just so cool it's it's crazy and I just I don't know I just don't feel like this is playing God I feel like there's a reason why this medicine exists just like treatment for cancer, or, you know, any other sort of medical um, thing that's going on. It's just, I just think that it's really cool that we have this technology now. It's freaking fascinating. Yeah, and that we do have the opportunity to have a 65%, you know, like live birth rate. It's just crazy to me, so. It's amazing, man, and I think like, here's the biggest thing, so if you're somebody that's dealing with anything like this, if you've tried to conceive, if you've got, you haven't even tried because you know there are issues like I've had a lot of friends that are dealing with some things like I have a friend that has CF you know and right. it's like a big one yep. they're like well you could but you also could you know have a baby that has it and then what do you do and, exactly. like, and then I have another friend who has a lung lung disease and she's like wanting to do this but she's like okay I need to do a surrogate and I you need know, all these different factors but it's amazing that we're able to like create and help like this I mean we don't create the life we help right. help it to become to fruition I guess all right? we're doing is like science is just pushing it into what it needs to be and that's that's it and then hopefully you know your you take over as a woman and your body takes over and then there's a healthy baby at the end and I see these babies like this is not just like some crazy test tube like science like I see these babies at the end of this and it is it is honestly it's mind-blowing and it's so cool and it's nothing to be ashamed of like it's nothing to be embarrassed of um, sometimes you can have an issue and you just don't even realize that like I've had you know women who've come in with you know, no, like they were born without a uterus or their ovarian reserve, their their egg quality is horrible or they don't have a whole lot left and genetics. Um, I have a good friend of ours who had, they had had several miscarriages, figured out why they did the genetic testing and he had something um, that would basically in like the fifth week of pregnancy cause everything to, to just disintegrate. How would you know that without doing all of this? And they had their embryos tested and they took care of the embryos that were afflicted with this and then they are now pregnant with their second 
with their second and it's a little girl and uh, totally healthy babies and they never would have gotten to this point or it would have taken a lot more heartbreak um, than they needed to go through to get like you're saying it's kind of di like it's diagnostic so it, you really won't know until you try exactly exactly and we are there the fertility clinic is there for one reason and that's to get you a baby um, I know that it's like overwhelming or can just be you kind of get into your own head but we are there for one reason and that's to get you get you a baby get you your dream um, create your help create your family, family. yep yep so, so exciting it is I love my job <laughs> that's so cool man so tell everybody where they can find you or where they can ask questions or where is there more information if they're interested, if one, either they don't know like what's wrong with them, they're trying sure. to sort this out, or two, they just want to understand better what it is that it is like that they might need. Sure. Do you have any resources like that? Absolutely. So you can always contact me on Instagram. My name is Ashley McCarge, and uh, hopefully you can add that on there. You can always contact me, and then the facility that I work for is called Conceptions Reproductive Associates. We are based in Littleton, Colorado. We're a fantastic clinic. All of our phys physicians are fantastic. Um, my one of the doctors I work for, her name is Dr. Natalie Grindler. She is also on Instagram, and that's all her Instagram posts are about is fertility. She hits on every single thing you could possibly think of. She is a wonderful resource. Um, I would steer away from you know going online and just like looking up random art. <laughs> Don't Google stuff. <laughs> um, it's really freaking scary. I can promise you that. Yeah, don't don't do that. That's never a good idea. Um, but you can always go to my clinic's website, and then um, I would just go to an actual clinic website to get the information that you're looking for, and um, they should have hopefully a wealth of knowledge for you. But it's it's pretty cool. It's amazing, man. It's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all that. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to encourage everybody too because I I've watched this happen so much lately with a lot of my good friends I've seen this kind of like come to fruition in their lives and it is a long process and it takes like a huge commitment and it is a whole thing but like life man life it's life <laughs> it's like the coolest thing ever like you go to school for four years <laughs> yeah no it's so true and yes it takes over but every single one of my patients when they are when they come back and they bring their babies back and we always do a big barbecue for the people, you know, who it, it's been successful for, it's, it just, it blows me away. Like this is life, it's not some crazy, like science test tube, anything to be ashamed of, like it's, it's pretty incredible. And we are here for you. This, this industry, you're not alone. That's, I guess, the biggest thing. Like this, this, there's a reason why I have a job. It's because it, you know, stuff happens, and we don't get to choose whether or not we have problems with getting pregnant, and or your life changes yep. and you get remarried, or exactly, who knows, whatever it is. Whatever it is, like, there's a reason that there's an, a good industry for it, and we're here for you. So cool, man. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And everybody, again, I'm going to link all of her links in the actual description of this. So if you're interested in finding out more. Yes, absolutely. Would love to, to help you with any questions, concerns.